Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the show that was once dead and gone, but has now returned, rebooted, and back, better than ever, monthly rewind. In this show, we discuss all things movies from the previous month. Admittedly, the first episode was very dull and boring, which is why I brought in the perfect guy to help me bring it back, Jaron Lamer. What's up, Jaron? Dull and boring. Uh, I can't help out with that. I, <laughs> I, I don't know how, how, how less dull and less boring I can be, <laughs> but I'll try my best. Well, my biggest note for myself on that first episode is the fact that I talked really slow and didn't sound like I knew anything about what I was talking about. Gotcha, gotcha. Kind of the way that I've ever answered a question to anybody. But at least I tried, right? <laughs> That's it's the sentiment that counts. Yeah, we're here to we're here to do it over. And hey, I tried my best on the announcer voice for this intro. Nice. Was, it sounded good to me. <laughs> I, I think I at least hit par. Like a B level kind of game show voice. Not not a Better good one. But but it was okay. It was decent. Yeah. One of these times you're gonna have to do the intro. I wanna see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. We'll at least give it a shot. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you just got my literal trailer reaction to the absolute mess that looks like it'll be cats. What are watching, your thoughts? <laughs> watching somebody watch that in in real time is the funniest thing. Um, my thoughts are that it it's wacky. It looks like it looks like weird cat humanoid creatures that are going to live in my nightmares, but I'm definitely going to be there on opening day because I got to see what it's about. Um, I know that I hate the musical. The musical doesn't make any sense at all. Um, and the movie looks like it's following that same vein. So I'm, that's, <laughs> those are my thoughts. I am pretty sure that there has been a VHS tape of cats in my house for pretty much my existence. And I have never touched it, and I don't, yeah, don't want to. Don't. I've seen it live at a community theater. Um, hey, everybody did great. I just think it's the source material that's no good. <laughs> it, I, I just don't understand it, maybe? So basically, uh, the story is that uh, a bunch of cats... Um, that makes sense. <laughs> We're on they, par so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cats, they, they sing songs to introduce themselves one by one. Um, and, uh, one of them at the end of the show, uh, gets picked to go to cat heaven. Um, and that's it. Basically, um, they have funny names like Mr. McCavity and Jenny any dots. And, um, it's weird. It's weird, man. <laughs> Do any of them get to go to Cat Hell? I'm not asking for a spoiler, no. <laughs> but I'm curious. I don't think I don't think Cat Hell is mentioned. I think that's where that movie belongs, but <laughs> Exactly. But, but I guess we'll just have to see. Yeah. On opening night. <laughs> it's it's probably one that I will consider taking a pass, but if it gets bad enough reviews, then I'll have to check it out. That's how Here's I'm the thing: it comes out the same day as it comes out the same day as uh, Rise of Skywalker. So oh, then, no, I'm not I'm gonna, seeing cats. <laughs> I'm gonna have to debate which one I see first. <laughs> I I have to see Rise of Skywalker, but 
but I don't know about cats. At that point, it's you're really putting me in a dilemma there. Yeah. But just yeah. just the cast of that movie looks absolutely horrific. Yeah. I saw somebody on Twitter say, um, if every song in the Cats movie doesn't start out with Jason Derulo, <laughs> then I'm <laughs> I will be upset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how does he end up in this movie? No. I, I don't just know. I don't think he's ever acted before. But he, he can sing and dance, so that's I mean, all that's all cats is. You don't there's no story. It's just singing and dancing. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. Singing, dancing, and cat hell. That sounds like yep. a great movie. Yep. <laughs> if as long as Ian McKellen is the one that goes to Cat Heaven, I will be moderately satisfied. I I will not spoil that for you. I mean that man is an angel, so he <laughs> belongs there, but with Jason Derulo, I'm not sure. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to... That'll be a coin toss. Yeah. But I cannot burn that image out of my brain. And I'm uh, not sure what to think of it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a featurette beforehand um, where they were like, the, the technology in this in this film is uh, groundbreaking. We, we started this thing they call uh, digital fur technology. And... Um, all I can say is I don't think that that's going to be the final product. I think they pushed out a trailer with without a finished product, but hopefully it looks a little more refined. I don't know. I, I don't know that I can look at people as cats and actually think, uh, yeah, that's a cat. They well, nailed they, it. They n- to be honest, to be honest, that's there's no way they could have done this the right way. Like if you if you look at the old musical or the 80s musical and see people dressed up in cat fur and cat costumes it, it that's even worse I think. So I definitely couldn't see that. That just <laughs> feels like it's too much really. It, yeah. It's a lot. I I can't do it. At the very best they should have just called the rebooted or well remade I guess Lion King cats and tried that <laughs> cuz that seems like it would be the best that they could possibly do. Yeah. I think I would have preferred singing cats like created like Disney does, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe it'll be amazing. It'll blow your mind. Hey, I'm telling you, if if it if at any point in that movie a cat goes to cat hell, we will be doing a podcast the very next day. Yeah. Not titled The Rise of Skywalker Review. It'll just be <laughs> titled Cats Going to Hell with Jaron Lamer. And that's it. Not to imply that you're going to hell, but you'll just join me on the journey of discussing cats and their... How bad can cat hell be? I mean, I'm not a big cat guy, so I feel like it's probably pretty bad. (laughs) Especially after the trailer. To just be in a mess of people dressed as cats, that feels like real hell. I mean, (laughs) that's gotta be it. It's gotta be something close to that. It's very nightmarish. Probably getting bit and just being haunted by the sound of Jason Derulo singing. (laughs) But in better news, the month of July, we had a couple movies get released, first and foremost. Yeah, I thought it was altogether a really good month. I mean, um, I've seen less movies than usual this month, uh, just because of release schedules. Haven't been as bountiful, um, but all the movies I saw, I, I liked. So, all one of the movies that I saw this month <laughs> was very good. It was Spider-Man: yeah. Far From Home, and I had yeah, a great amazing. time with it. Oh yeah, 
do you think it was the worthy next step after Endgame? I I think it should have kicked off Phase Four, um, because it's very different in that it feels episodic. It feels like the it feels like a single issue comic in like Marvel comics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it feels like a single story and it feels like Tom Holland will continue this for a while. Um, these, these stories that feel, but at the same time you have spoiler, the death of Tony looming over the whole thing and being the heart of the film. So I think it was like, it was very unique in that, in that, um, in that vein. I but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. So I I really like that as the next step. But I do see your point of it could have been more of a beginning for the next step rather than yeah. using just a Spider-Man movie as opposed <clears throat> to Endgame as the way to close off a phase. Yeah, but Sony can do what they want to do with Spider-Man still. You know, it's a still up to them. Still their release. Uh, still they they're still distributing. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into many spoilers here, but Marvel would be kind of screwed if Sony took back Spider-Man now. Yeah, you have to worry about that because they're building their own, you know, into the Spider-Verse. They have, they're building Venom 2 next year is is the rumor. Um, and they're going to want Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. in their films. Um, Absolutely. I don't know. Let's just hope it stays strong before uh, Fantastic Four and X-Men come on the scene. Oh, man. If they blow another Fantastic Four movie, I'm going to be so ticked. (laughs) Oh, man. But that is part of their San Diego Comic-Con announcements that we will cover at the end. And then next release that we had of July. I'm not even sure if these are in the right order of release. But another one was The Lion King, which... I did not get the chance to see. What did you think of it? Uh, so the question on everybody's mind, it is not as good as the original. Um, not many of these are. In my in my opinion, I think Beauty and the Beast was as good as the original because I don't, I don't think the original is that great, um, to be honest. I think that Cinderella was as good as the original, um, but Lion King and Aladdin don't really hold up. I immensely enjoyed aladdin um but lion king it was weird um and it's the same reason that you hear everybody saying when lions look sad they look the same as when they look happy they can't really emote like humans um so simba crying over mufasa's death didn't have the same impact as the animated version in 94 um but I, I saw a bunch of uh, critics calling it joyless, which I think was ridiculous. I had I had a ton of fun. Like I still got chills at the Circle of Life sequence. Like it's it's the the animation style that they've developed for this film and Jungle Book are like are beautiful. Like I don't know. I I, I still enjoyed it. It just doesn't it just doesn't seem necessary. I see your point there. I mean, yeah. to me, they've had a weird track record with their attempts at the remakes here because i believe the first one was cinderella and that one i think i saw about the first five minutes and then slept through the rest unless you count alice in wonderland 
Tim Burton, which oh, yeah. I I hate. I hate both of them. Yeah, I've only seen bits and pieces of those, but I yeah. thought they were just too weird. Yeah. Very on brand for Tim Burton, I guess, but too Yeah, Tim too Burton's different. a hit or miss. Yeah. For me. Yeah. And then I mean, the movie Maleficent was in my opinion pretty terrible. So, that was another one that I thought yeah, it was just a failure early on for him. But then they kept sure. doing. They kept doing it because there's well, money I mean, to be made. There is money to be made. They're kind of contributing and to people saying, "Why aren't there any more original ideas in Hollywood?" But, but what are you gonna? I do? get it. I get it. It's a, it's a sound argument. But I do enjoy <laughs> enjoy the classics. Lion Kings. Um. Yes. I mean, to me, so. that I wasn't sure how I felt about the announcement of a remake of The Lion King because to me, the original is my hands down favorite anime. It doesn't movie. make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an amazing movie. It's like a masterpiece. Um, and didn't really need remade. Um, they absolutely butchered my favorite song in the film. Um, Be Prepared is cut to. 30 seconds of slam poetry um and it doesn't have the same impact as the as the animated one i mean but, if if because i remember that was kind of a debate at the time of are they going to have be prepared in it or not and honestly i feel like if you're gonna change it that much just put in a different song or just remove yeah, that one entirely you can't but yeah you can't have realistic hyenas Nazi marching through green fire like in the original if you want it to look realistic that's the problem they run into but again altogether like they hit home some of the big sequences like circle of life and uh, can you feel the love tonight Timon and Pumbaa were amazing the voice cast overall was amazing um but it just yeah it just felt unnecessary so that's a shame to hear because i was so looking forward to it the second that i saw one of the first trailers i was like i'm kind of on board definitely see it just to because it looks like a documentary like none of it's real it's all animated but it looks like a documentary and the people at disney are just insane (laughs) so It's, it's especially a shame because i really liked what they did with the jungle book yeah i think it's better than the than the animated jungle book i think that one is um but I think that was that was a good evolution for that movie. But The Lion King is such an untouchable property. Yeah. Because it's amazing. And right. every single time I will tear up. Even yeah. I still remember in eighth grade, our Spanish teacher thought it would be good for us to watch The Lion King in Spanish as a little reward she of getting us too. Movie. Yeah. 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 Oh, Ray Leon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I still remember even seeing the same scenes. I didn't understand a word of it because I wasn't yeah. good in that class, but I still got a little choked up because I love that movie, regardless of what language it's in. Even though it admittedly was very hard, but <laughs> I'm sure everybody else had a slightly better clue of what was going on. But that's fine. I've seen the movie enough times. Yeah. But. After that kind of failure, we also had Crawl come out this month, which is another one that I desperately want to see. 
but just haven't gotten the chance yet. Did you see it? Crawl? Are we talking about Crawl now? Yeah. Sorry, I missed it. Um, yeah, I, I did see it. It is uh, It's very entertaining. It's very thrilling. It's a very edge-of-your-seat. It's it. Uh, seeing the trailer, I was like, okay, Sharknado. Because <laughs> um, it's... Instead of shark and a tornado, it's crocodile and a hurricane. Um, but it is not that. It is. <laughs> it seems like it could have happened. You know what I mean? Um, kept me. Uh, kept me pretty um, entertained the whole time. Uh, I could really go for a movie called Crocodile and a Hurricane. Yep. <laughs> that's well. That's basically what this is. It it's, sounds uh, more fun that way, to be honest. A lot of the film is like. I know it's. A, I said it probably could happen, but a lot of the moments you're like, "There's no way they made that out. They made out of there alive." You know what I mean? Like it's completely unbelievable. Um, but that it's fun to watch. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's fun to watch, and um, you really root for them the whole way. Um, I won't spoil if they made it out alive or not, <laughs> but it definitely uh, definitely had me sweating by the end. So that's, that's definitely one that I know i need to check out because yeah i at first i thought i'm probably just gonna pass on this one because it looked like most yeah. but same yeah it doesn't look uh it doesn't look that appealing but it, i mean it's nothing it's nothing groundbreaking it's just entertaining you know good popcorn flick that's good we all need a few more of those like sharknado yeah. but better like <laughs> yeah instead we're getting cats yeah yeah, which <laughs> which does lead me back into the next portion of our show here, talking about some movie trailers that came out as I continue to be horrified by the trailer of Cats. <laughs> but on a better note than Cats, we also, I believe it was around Comic-Con, or maybe at Comic-Con, they released the trailer for It Chapter 2. Yeah, so it was the day before Comic-Con, um... It Chapter 2, I think, is uni- a Universal property. And uh, Universal was one of the big studios that wasn't at Comic-Con. So the day before, they were like, hey, we got stuff. Let's show it off. Uh, so they, they released It. They released Cats. <laughs> oh. And uh, both two of the scariest trailers. <laughs> um, but It, I, I loved the first It. Me too. Um, I am so looking forward to Chapter 2. I um, I am really looking forward to see what. Yeah, they do. I mean, I think there's there's yeah, a lot. I think they open. Yeah, they nailed the casting for yeah. uh, the Adult Losers Club, and um, I I thought going into it, I was prepared to be scared, you know, because it's terrifying. Um, I wasn't. I was usually I'll I'll kind of hide in my hands when I see horror movies in theaters if they're too scary. Um, I was prepared to do that during it, but I didn't at all. It uh, it's not much of a horror film; it's more of like an adventure film, uh, which kind of took me by surprise. Um, and almost more suspense but, rather than horror. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which to me is horror done right. Mm. Yeah, the slow creep factor rather than jump scares. Because to me, a jump scare isn't so much fear it's just catching you off guard right like right you can't necessarily call it 
like you're fearing somebody if they just tap you on the shoulder to get your attention and it surprises right. you. But to um, me, fear is that building, getting in your head kind of way for a movie. Which is why Midsummer is the best movie of the month. Uh, but we don't have to talk about that. Everybody just go see Midsummer. It's terrifying. I'll put it on the and list. <laughs> it's a slow creep, and it's not. There are absolutely no jump scares in it at all. Um, so they earn that. But anyway, yeah. So it chapter two. I'm excited. Um, That's definitely yeah. <laughs> one that I am really looking forward to. Yeah, for sure. When's that one coming out? Uh, September, early September. I forget the date. Okay. Seventh sounds right. As you say, I think. I think the first one came out like early August, so that would make some sense. The first one came out, yeah, uh, around the same time. Yeah. Uh, it was the. F- yeah, it's uh, September 6th is when it comes out. I appreciate your fact checking. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously wasn't on it on that one. <laughs> oh, but then moving on to another trailer that I absolutely adored was. For a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah, didn't that just drop uh, yesterday? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't wait. I'm so yeah. excited. Tom Hanks is this generation's, uh, Fred Rogers. Yeah, I, th- I, I said the same thing. Um, um, I watched it, uh, and immediately uh, showed my uncle. My uncle was like, I hope Tom Hanks doesn't ruin my childhood. I was like, I guess so, but like Tom Hanks is more my childhood than Mr. Rogers is. Um, yeah. So he can do no wrong by me. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if Tom Hanks just had his own show, similar, mm-hmm. but obviously couldn't match that same quality, I feel like it would get a lot of people's attention. Yeah. And that's what I think this movie is going to do, is because it... Number one, it's got Tom Hanks, and there are enough people that are diehard just Tom Hanks fans that I think will go out right. to see it, along with the fact that so many people, regardless of whether or not they make frequent trips to the theater, I think they just are nostalgic about Fred Rogers. Right. Yeah, Won't You Be My Neighbor is like one of the highest grossing documentaries of all time. And it's so uh, Just last year. It's amazing. Yeah, it was I phenomenal. I that one. They really... Uh, they really know how to pull at your nostalgia. <laughs> Absolutely. They grab my emotions so hard at that a, one. He's just a great subject for a film. Like he he's such a unique person in that um he he's he's not really human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, he's like, like way too good to be human. Humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Um and something you, they even said in Won't You Be My Neighbor is like our generation could use that like a little more just happy be nice and everything will be okay right like a comfort um, blanket of a human being like <laughs> yeah exactly that might have gotten to be a kind of a weird metaphor but that's fine <laughs> i i don't mean that i just want tom hanks to be my blanket but that's... i do <laughs> <laughs> and i completely <laughs> respect that <laughs> Oh. Uh, I I don't know if you're like me, but I have a I have a great sense of uh, pride for Pittsburgh. Um, Absolutely, because I, I know we're we're from or near the area, 
Um, and as soon as I saw that in the trailer, I was like, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. I just love that uh, Fred Rogers is a Pittsburgh native. So I'm still one to champion the fact that even though a lot of people decided to just not really like the movie as much, but The Dark Knight Rises shot in Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm excited good, to tell anybody that'll listen. All the good exciting scenes. Yeah. Yeah. All the good ones. <laughs> all the ones that people were like yeah this is a really good movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i am so excited for that one to come out yeah october yeah and another great trailer that i think dropped closer well, was it maybe the beginning of the month or was this one around comic-con also for top gun maverick which is a sequel that we weren't really asking for but no I'm excited about it <laughs> Top Gun I mean, was one of my favorites from that decade, and I loved sure. it. Uh, it's a favorite among a lot of people. I uh, I still have have to rewatch it to see why. Um, <laughs> I've only seen it. I've only seen it the one time. Um, it's worth the rewatch, and it's definitely not a film that I would be like, "Wow, I can't wait for the second one." It's, uh, it's not one and that the second one looks like for. <laughs> no the second one looks exactly like a remake of the first kind yep. of um if i'm getting that right i again i haven't seen top gun in like so long because it's not one that i was like yeah i'll rewatch that i don't know for sure for sure i mean i fingers crossed that the story will be more interesting than it was in the trailer but, <laughs> yeah. but honestly, like, even if it's not, I feel like it'll still be a good time. I'll tell you what. I mean, it's fun to watch Tom Cruise do his thing. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll be there in the theaters. It's just I'm not as excited as everybody else is. <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll have to see how the uh, how they're going to recreate a lot of that, because I fully expect another beach volleyball weirdly. Oh yeah, they already had it. Yeah, in, yeah. In the, <laughs> There's that little clip, uh huh, and you get to see old Tom Cruise shirtless. I'm sure that was perfectly shot for the trailer. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. You'd think he'd start to be getting old for this, but I'm sure he did all of his own stunts for this too. He flew his own planes. Um, I saw an article the other day that said he wouldn't. Um, I don't know how much say he has. He must be like an executive producer on the film. Um, because every he said everybody in his cast had to be able to fly an Air Force jet in order to be cast. That is the coolest training I've ever heard of yeah, for a movie. Right. Yeah. Granted, that is feels like it would also make the budget a little high. Just that, little. or you just uh, train your art or your actors to to fly. <laughs> I think that's what happened, because there are a lot of uh, B-list actors in there, the up-and-coming actors that probably had to learn how to fly. I hope it was worth it. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Because yeah. I will be there for this one, regardless of the reviews. I will, too. I yeah, mean, that's... I'm going to see it just to, just out of curiosity. I mean, Miles Teller's in it. it I love Miles Teller. Oh, I didn't know Miles Teller was in it. I'm excited yeah. about that. I, yeah. At least I forgot if I did know that. Because I'm a big Miles Teller guy. Oh, I, heck yeah. 
He's in one of my favorite movies is Whiplash. And I I could, loved him. I in could that. devote a whole show towards Whiplash. <laughs> it's such a good movie. <laughs> oh man, that belongs on any list of what was that? 2014. 14. Yeah. Man, that that's probably a top 10, maybe even higher than that for the 2010s for me. Yeah, me too. Man, I love that movie. But yeah. now moving on to the next trailer that I am still trying to talk myself through how I feel about it, Mulan. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm right there with you. I uh, I saw the announcement that they weren't going to have any music from the original Disney and uh, no Eddie Murphy-voiced dragon Mushu, um, which I mean, I I don't care. I don't care about Mulan. If we're being honest, I don't. <laughs> I never know that many have. people do. I never have. Um, so I feel like this is one that Disney could experiment making their own and be completely fine, uh, not getting too many fans riled up. Um, and I think that they're doing it in a good way, in that they're like honoring chinese culture you know um devoting a lot of time to getting that right because i know a lot of people have gotten mad at them in the past for not getting it right in the first mulan but um yeah yeah it looks it looks uh it's different than the rest of the live action and i think they've heard some of their criticisms (laughs) and they're uh doing something different and i think as as long as it's humans in it I feel like they'll have better potential. Yeah. Yeah. It, the Lion King experiment does not seem like it worked out. And I, I don't, I just think yeah. it was that adaptation. I think here's the thing with the Disney live action. I would be totally cool with, okay. So the fact that, um, Maleficent came out in 2014, made a ton of money. Um, and then Jungle Book came out in 2016, made a ton of money, and now both of them have had are have been announced. Both of them have sequels that have been announced to be in the works. Um, so I think if they want to use this as a platform to make new sequels for these stories that we already know, that'd be cool. You know what I mean? I'd love to yeah. see a Lion King too, maybe. Um, even. Even though it it does kind of feel like the lions don't emote, I I don't know. I'd still like they to don't see a new feel st- things. Right, I'd like to see a new story because Elton John was back uh, with the music. Elton John writing new music would be cool. Hans Zimmer writing a new score would be cool. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and I'm excited to see Jungle Book two. John Favreau is doing both Lion King and Jungle Book two, which he's got that down to a science now. Yeah, I love his work. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, if... If Aladdin new Mulan 2 out of all this, I mean, I'd be down for it, so... Yeah. We're I not mean, getting a Dumbo 2, though. I know oh, that. That didn't make enough money. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dumbo didn't deserve a movie anyway. Exactly. Oh, boy. But another trailer 
moving out of Disney, I think, unless they own whatever company's making this one, which is <laughs> they very might, possible. They might. Hold on. Let me check. But yeah, they, you can, let me check. They pretty much own everything at this point. But whoever happened to make 21 Bridges. Now, this is STX. They don't own STX. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. I'm glad there's something that they don't own. Yeah. But what did you think of the trailer for 21 Bridges? I'm intrigued. I it's a it's a cool project for the Russo brothers to take on after Endgame's gigantic success. Giganticness. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they're Absolutely. reuniting with Chadwick Boseman, who is always great. Yeah, and I uh, think he'll be great in this. It'll yeah. be weird seeing him outside of the MCU suddenly here, but after a bit. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, yeah, I don't think he has done much since the MCU, but before that, I mean, Jackie Robinson and yeah. 42, which is amazing. Uh, James Brown and Get On Up, which That's is one, one of the most... still need to check out. Yeah, it's a really underrated film. Um, not a lot of people saw it, but it, it was one of my favorites of that year, same year as Whiplash. It kind of uh, slid under the radar for a while. It did, sure. But yeah, he's he's way talented. Um, the story is interesting, too. Um, I don't think I got much of it from the trailer. I know that there's somebody they're trying to get and in order to get them, they shut down all 21 bridges leading out of the city. Yeah. Hence the title. Um, Which makes sense. So it's, it, sounds like an yeah, it sounds like an interesting premise for sure. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm intrigued. And it, it seems like one that as long as he brings it for the lead of that movie, like everything else will probably follow through. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, the problem with a lot of those big action movies is like you just don't get any heart from the people in it and then if the actors don't care the audience doesn't care and then it's only people that care whenever right. they get it out of the five dollar bin which is usually me yeah <laughs> yeah that's true that should be a show i i should make a podcast called the five dollar bin and just start reviewing movies out of any given five dollar bin that'd be great man if i ever get, yeah, dude. <laughs> if i ever get bored enough that's that's my next move Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> but, but another trailer that I don't really know what's going on in it, but I love all the actors involved, and I think it looks like it could be fun. Oh, is gosh. Knives Out? This movie looks amazing. It does. I am a sucker for a whodunit mystery, and they um, say that in the trailer, <laughs> which I I was pumped for. Kenneth Branagh's Murder on the Orient Express in 2017. Weak. I didn't like Weak. <laughs> Weak. Uh, not a fan. I, uh, again, huge cast. So you hire these... I mean, if you read the the novel the in any capacity, you know what happens. But again, this huge cast where the killer could be anybody... Because you know they're such A-list actors is is awesome. Um, uh, <laughs> this year hasn't been that 
that uh, successful as far as murder mysteries go with a uh, murder mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Sandler. <laughs> Not a fan. Not but, a fan. <laughs> but I think this one would be good. I have I have some contempt for Ryan Johnson as you wait as you well know. Um, I do. I do. Because <laughs> of Last Jedi. But this this one looks good. I'm going to I'm going to give it to him again. I love the Looper. Um but I hated Last Jedi, so this will be a, a toss-up for me. It looks good, though. Chris Evans. Chris uh, Evans was very funny in that trailer. It's very funny. Straight out of his proper Captain America persona, right into this douchey guy. <laughs> I would love to awesome. see just cut together, like, the clips of him in this movie, along with, like, the safety videos yep. at the end of whichever yeah. movie it was. He's a delight in any film, apparently, because like I was, I was smiling the whole time he was on screen during these trailers. So, um, Tony Collette is amazing. Um, Daniel Craig looks Dan- pretty oh, good. Daniel in this Craig, one. yeah, Daniel Craig is another one who flies under the radar sometimes. Um, Absolutely, and I'd like to see him in more stuff like this. Yeah, he's he's a versatile actor, but uh, a lot of the times he's uh, stereotyped as James Bond. But I mean, he's He's a pretty good James Bond, though. He's a good James Bond. <laughs> so, Actually, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to bring this up because it's also part of somewhat July news, but yeah. the news about the upcoming James Bond and the little bit of controversy to come with it, actually. Yeah. Uh, so when all that broke, that Lashana Lynch would be playing James Bond or 007, um, it was interesting to me. Uh, I definitely was intrigued. I was like, how, <laughs> you know why? Um, I thought, and then Daniel Craig was still on the IMDb. And then later I found out that it was a hoax, but people immediately like started losing their minds. <laughs> people got mad. People got mad fast. Yeah. yeah. In a world where um, people always get mad fast, people got mad fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know why I'm surprised. But I don't know. I don't know how that would have... Uh, I don't even know how that broke. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not really sure what the idea is, but I could be open to that, I guess. I mean, yeah. my understanding is that it was... They were planning on doing, like, she would be 007, just have that name as an agent... Because James Bond has been off the radar for a little bit. Gotcha. And then comes back and probably, I'd imagine, reclaims that title. Gotcha. Which, I mean, that could be cool. That could be cool. I'd be down for that. Especially after Spectre. I'm kind of open to anything because I did not like that one. That's. This is another franchise that I just can't... I can't seem to follow the uh the rules placed before me uh based on what movies are good and what movies are not good because i did not enjoy skyfall i enjoyed bits of skyfall you didn't enjoy skyfall (laughs) are you serious Uh, (laughs) i love that movie (laughs) i know a lot of people do a lot of people love this movie and they're my favorite james bond movie (laughs) i'm so heartbroken i can't I rewatched all the James Bond movies 
February of 2018, I believe. I, I didn't rewatch. I watched all of them, all 24. Oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it took me the whole month. Um, That's dedication. <laughs> I still don't have a favorite James Bond movie. Casino Royale is is the one that I know that I can go back to and rewatch the most. Um, but I liked Spectre better than Skyfall. I am actually a little bit upset with you. <laughs> and I understand like why people love Skyfall. I mean, isn't that Javier Bardem is yeah the, one of the best Bond villains of all time? And I get that. Um, Absolutely. But I don't know. No. I'm just not a big Bond fan. Like I, I can watch some of their movies, some of some of his movies, and enjoy them. But I don't know. I mean, if you go way back, there are some. Well, for one thing, really offensive ones, and for another thing, some really bad ones. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I, Thunderball, I think, is the one where oh. he he paints his hair black it, to look like he's from Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, plenty of that's the names it. that are just offensive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, yeah. there's there's a lot that could be fixed in the classic ones. But to me, there's a reason why this franchise has endured. And that is yeah. because of high quality movies like Skyfall. But <laughs> <laughs> I will, I can see the quality of filmmaking in that movie for sure. Um, I mean, I going back, I love... But it's not a movie that I'm going to revisit. I, I think. will respectfully disagree with that one. <laughs> but to me, like, before that, and I don't even think that this one received much critical praise, but, like, my favorite one was Always Die Another Day. And I know it's probably not one of the best. See, I don't even remember that one. That one, there was, like... like I know the, it's Pierce Brosnan, right? Yeah. And there was, like, the remember. ice hotel and stuff. like One where they skiing down the mountain. Mm-hmm. I know it's a very popular sequence. I'm pretty uh, sure that was that one. That would make yeah. sense. Would make... So. But I love that one. That that one, GoldenEye, was another classic. Especially the game for GoldenEye. That's amazing. Yeah, see, I've never played the game, but I know it's very, uh, it's very acclaimed. Oh, it's but so good. It's a GoldenEye is another one that I just don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whenever the, you they have all that ran many, together. Yeah, I watched all of them in one month, and all of them run together, man. <laughs> That's Unless, it's like binging a show in a day, yeah, and then yeah. you think back on it, and you're like, "Who was that?" Yeah, I don't know what episode or what. I don't even. There's a George Lazenby James Bond film. There's only one of them on Your Majesty's Secret Service, I think. And if you showed me a picture of George Lazenby, I'd be like, "Who the frick is that?" You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're just forgettable. Um, yeah. Not all. Of them, not all of them are forgettable, but. But a lot of them are. Whenever you make that many, several of them are going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And I mean, I'm excited so. for the next one. Because based on yeah. Daniel Craig's pattern, it pretty much goes good, bad, good, bad <laughs> for his series so far. Right. Because he started the new uh, director? No, oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's Kerry Fukunaga. Let me double check on that. Again, you're the it one is. coming in clutch. You're the <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he wrote it. 
Um, he directed 10, he has 10 credits. Oh, he directed Maniac. I don't know if you saw that miniseries on Netflix. I did not. Uh, last year. That was oh. pretty good. Beast of No Nation he directed, which is amazing. Oh. Uh, and he directed a lot of True Detective. Um, hmm. Which season so, of True Detective? Uh, but, what? Which season of True Detective does it say? Because the first season was uh, amazing. All three. Really? Huh. Yeah, he kind of blew it on the second one. Oh no! It, he wrote. He wrote. No, he produced all three. Directed during the first one. Okay, okay, that gives me more faith then. Okay. And, yeah, he didn't write any of it though. Did you watch? True yeah, no, I've I've get to it, um, but haven't yet. I was a huge fan of the first season and then the second season i gave up on about two or three episodes in it was neat seeing vince vaughn try and do some dramatic acting but it was not good and it ugh. Vince vaughn is a i have a love-hate relationship with vince vaughn can i can i just hope that part of that love is like wedding crashers oh i love wedding crashers yeah good good that's a classic <laughs> Uh, oh. Did you see Fighting with My Family earlier this year? Yeah, yeah, I like that one. That is one. Of, that is one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, yeah, I, that I and not that, was this not year. that he's yeah, not that he stands out, um, but he's in it. <laughs> and he did a pretty good job like, for what he did. Yeah, right. He's pretty so. good at being the a hole. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what movie he stands out if we can continue on this tangent absolutely <laughs> um, that's what the show ridge on. oh yeah i forgot he was in that too that movie people keep forgetting about that one that one was very good 2016 yeah mel gibson's comeback but i don't think people have forgiven mel gibson no. yet which no <laughs> understand that's that's definitely a, still a touchy one in hollywood yeah <laughs> and to be honest it's probably fair it's right but I do think him behind the camera is probably the move for the rest of his career. I think so as well. Hacksaw Ridge was, I think, phenomenal. Almost a masterpiece, in my opinion. I, I, I adored that movie. And um, what was even funnier about it was the fact that since it was kind of his return there, his name was not anywhere on the marketing. True. It was constantly just like, from... The man the director who brought, of Passion of the Christ. Yeah, things like yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all just kind of beating around it there. Right. Which is completely fair. <laughs> and probably yeah. the smartest move possible. But. Anyway. To circle us back here. <laughs> As I was saying, um, Kerry Fukunaga picked up from Danny Boyle. Yeah. Who. Uh, left to make yesterday which what did you is, think of yesterday was cool uh i thought it was good uh i thought it was kind of a wasted premise but um i think i think it was a better danny boyle movie than james bond 25 i i think i'd rather see carrie fukunaga take it up than danny boyle direct it um even though i like danny boyle i think it would have been an interesting movie but i think yesterday is more of his fair 
and he did good. I, I like yesterday. So I loved the trailers for yesterday, but it did not come to a theater near me. Yeah, so. that's the one that I had to drive down uh, to see because I was I was back home for that. So I was very bummed. Yeah, I was so looking forward to it, and then yeah. I realized I couldn't see it around here, and then the reviews came out, and I was like, ah, probably not worth <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Um, kind of wasted. It's a really, really unique premise, but it's... Anyway, another tangent. We can continue. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I'm still sitting here trying to burn the images of cats out of my head. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this has all been... Um, just the narrative of us trying to get away from cats. <laughs> yes, yes. And unfortunately, I've just brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Monthly Rewind with Jaron Lamer. Unfortunately, I had to split this episode into two because, well, I talk a lot. But make sure you check out part two of July's Monthly Rewind. I'll see you then.